0: Good morning, or good day. It's Monday, February 19th, 2024, Season 3, Episode 6 of What's Eating Kale. Man, we got a lot to get to today. It's Monday. Ugh. whole scheme of things, Monday shouldn't be so bad. In fact, if you're super positive, which I feel like I am most of the time, like, well, I should say about 30%. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's just like you should say, oh, it's Monday, yay, it's the chance to start a new week. Everything starts fresh today. Uh, there's actually a song about Monday that is, uh, that is like that. It's just, it's like how amazing Monday is. I'm not sure that I feel that way about Mondays all the time. Sometimes I do, uh, today, not so much, probably because I had a sloth like weekend. Um, yeah, I had a vacation a couple weeks ago. Um, but leading up to the vacation, just after the vacation, it's the the weekends have been kind of go, go, go. Uh, there's been something that has to get done. There's been something we have to do, whatever. And, um, this weekend, we didn't have any of that. Next weekend, we got stuff. And so uh, it's kind of uh, one of those things where it's like, here's a chance. Just sit down and shut up. And so uh, it, it, it's, uh, I'm coming off of that. And I think I'm a little disappointed this morning. I don't have a whole lot to be grateful for this morning. Not that I don't have a lot to be grateful for, I have a lot to be grateful for. I didn't take the time and really feel like doing the grateful thing today. But I did write down one thing for gratefulness. So I am going to play the music. And this is going to sound weird in the beginning, but I'm grateful for knowledge. And it's not that I have knowledge, but it's that it's available at such a weird level now. I got to be a little bit careful because knowledge doesn't come from, a, you know, kind of a an angle. Knowledge doesn't come from. I, I don't think knowledge you get information about stuff that's going on on the news and what have you but that's not knowledge because that's just reporting on here's the thing that happened but none of those people were there at the moment that the thing happened I don't know even history is hard but like at the end of the day if you want a piece of information you can get it, it's at your fingertips today when I was a kid I had to plagiarize the encyclopedia instead of copying and pasting out of Google (laughs) harder back then kids no I'm kidding uh, when I was a kid though we, we would have to go to the library um, today you still have to do that for certain types of things uh, but not many back then we used to have like an entire uh, series of Encyclopedia Britannica and you like it would be like topics A to B topics C to like and you have to go through and you have to find your topic and then you have to go through all the pages of it Um, today way easier and then there's graphics I mean it's just it's amazing it's no wonder that kids like I guarantee there are high school kids right now that are so much smarter than me not when I was a kid but like now (laughs) like me me now sure I have wisdom I know some stuff that's gonna happen to them that they can't see coming up but for the love of God man Um, yeah it's no wonder Anyway, that was the one thing I'd written down If I were to say another thing The weather's supposed to get really nice this week here So, in the 40s, maybe 50s So, pretty excited about that as well Moving right along Let's get into some celebrity birthdays We do have a lot to talk about today Uh, It might go quickly, I guess There's just a lot of words on On my note Thing here So, uh, Birthdays, Smokey Robinson The legendary singer Is 84 today Singer Luke Christie is 81. Guitarist Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath is 76. Actor Jeff Daniels is 69. Sorry, Jeff. you are only 69. Singer-guitarist Dave Wakeling of General Public and English Beat is 68. Leslie David Baker of The Office is 66. Singer Seal, once married to the lovely Heidi Klum. Great, a couple of great songs from him back in the 90s. He's 61 today. Jessica Tuck of True Blood is 61. Drummer John Fisherman of Fish is 59. Justine Bateman, remember her? She's like a, a, a like a union girl now. She's like, you know, in the actor's union. She's like really high up. Um, she's 58. Benicio Del Toro is 57. Uh, Bellamy Young from Scandal. I don't know if I know this person. 54. Daniel Adair of Nickelback and formerly of Three Doors Down, by the way, uh, is 49. Haley Duff of Napoleon Dynamite is 39. Uh, David Mazous of uh, Gotham is 23. Um, I love the show Gotham, by the way. Um, one show that I haven't gotten into that everybody says I should is Stranger Things, and uh, Millie Bobby Brown, or is it, I think it's Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown, is uh, 20 years old from that show, so... Those are the celebrity birthdays today. By the way, if you want to get a birthday on or you want me to say something about your birthday, just send me an email at mail at com. That's M-A-I-L at C-A-L-E-G-U-I-N dot com. All right, let's get into some entertainment headlines. Um, kind of a lot to talk about in here today. Uh, and, uh, uh, most of this is, um, I got really loud right there. Most of this is, uh, People's Choice Awards. Um, so the People's Choice, I I didn't even know this happened. I got up and I'm like, oh no, I, I, not only did I not see it, I got a lot to do because there's so many topics, so many of them, uh, Travis Kelsey won for athlete of the year. Uh, Taylor Swift, you'll find that uh, she won a few, too. Athlete of the Year. I don't even think he had his best year this year. I think he kind of had a down year. Uh, Other People's Choice Awards. Olivia Rodrigo won for Song of the Year, Vampire, and Album of the Year, Guts. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, Nicki Minaj won for Hip Hop Artist of the Year. Ice Spice won for Barbie World, the song, uh, which is a collaboration with Nicki Minaj and Aqua. Um... Ice I Spice is uh, the adorable girl with the uh, um, kind of like orange hair that was up in the Taylor Swift's box for that last, for the Super Bowl. Um, Jimmy Fallon won for nighttime talk show. Kelly Clarkson won for daytime talk show. Uh, Billie Eilish won for best TV performance for Swarm. I don't know if that was a music performance on TV. Not sure on that one. Uh, music male artist of the year is Jung uh, Jungkook, Cook Cook. Cook. It's hard when they, when they spell with a K. I always want to pronounce it different. Young Cook. Young Cook. I think it'll be Young Cook. Let's call him Young Cook. Uh, Female Artist of the Year, Taylor Swift, of course. Male Country Artist of the Year, Jelly Roll. Female Country Artist of the Year, Lainey Wilson. Male Latin Artist, Bad Bunny. Female Latin Artist, Shakira. Shakira can always win an, uh, an award in my book. Pig fan. Pig Big fan, uh, pop artist of the year, pop artist of the year. So, kind of the, a big one here. Taylor Swift, R and B artist Beyonce. New artist was Ice Spice. Concert of the year, Taylor Swift for Eras. Uh, Lisa and I were flipping through the channels the other day. She, I really want to see that. I, I honestly, just from a spectacle perspective, I kind of like to see it too. Uh, movie of the year is Barbie. Action movie of the year was Hunger Games comedy movie of the year was Barbie drama movie of the year Oppenheimer male movie star of the year was Ryan Gosling and female movie star of the year was Margot Robbie. So I mean, come on Oscars can snub you, but America loves you. Uh, action movie stars, Rachel Zegler for hunger games. Uh, it was funny when I was writing this down, uh, action movie star was Rachel zeg- Zegler in the very next, uh, Category was comedy star, which was Jennifer Lawrence, who used to be in Hunger Games. And um, I was like, I, I kind of got cross-eyed there for a second. I'm like, wait, I thought, wait, she didn't. Um, but uh, she was in a movie called No Hard Feelings, which we watched, which was, eh. Um, I do like Jennifer Lawrence, but that movie was not, certainly not, I'm probably never going to watch it again, uh, but it was fine. Drama movie star Jenna Ortega, uh, she's also Wednesday in the Adam's Family, or in the in the show Wednesday, which is Adam's Family kind of uh, takeoff. Jenna Ortega, I, I by the way, I, lo- I love her taco stuff too. By the way, big fan. Movie performance uh, America Ferrera, uh, she was in Barbie and apparently gave. A, I, I've heard this a couple of times uh, that she was excellent in Barbie. Uh, TV show. I didn't even know this was still on TV. How long has this show been on TV? Grey's Anatomy one for TV show. And it's still winning awards. I don't even think the original people are on there anymore. Comedy show, Only Murders in the Building. I got to start watching that. Drama show of the year, The Last of Us, which was excellent. Sci-fi fantasy show of the year was Loki. Reality show was The Kardashians. Competition show of the year was The Voice. Binge-worthy show. I just don't understand this. Binge-worthy show of the year. I don't know how they rank this. But this is a very seemingly like a very younger, uh, young audience kind of a show now. I don't know that it always was. But it is because um, binge-worthy show You'd almost have to say, how could it not be suits, can, can, given the press and the, um, but this might be just because it was a new show that was binge worthy. Maybe that that's what it has to do with. Um, but the summer I turned pretty. By the way, I once was gonna write a book called "The Summer I Turned Pretty," uh, just never really got going on that. Male TV. Star, um, by the way, I'm kidding. Male TV star Pedro Pascal. Uh, one for TV star of the year. Female TV star of the year. Selena Gomez. Comedy TV star. Jeremy Allen for the bear. That's another one that everybody talks about that I need to uh, probably at least check it out. Drama TV star was Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show. We watched that. Uh, Reality TV show uh, uh, TV star. Chloe Kardashian. Competition star of the year. uh, Adriana Maddox. Ariana Maddox. Sorry. Dancing with the Stars. Pop cart. Listen to this category. Pop culture social celebrity of the year. Now, do I even have to say who this was? Taylor Swift. Comedy act of the year. Chris Rock. Now, I just have to say something about Taylor Swift really quick. I don't think in my lifetime any star has ever dominated the headlines like Taylor Swift has. Now, when I say that, if you're into music and you, you know, like this is like if you're in politics and you like Republican stuff, you just see Republican and then you think that's all that's out there is all that information that Republicans get. And same if you're a liberal, right? This is kind of like that. When you're in music, if you love music, you, you read all the music stuff. And you, so you think, you know, like this, like all the music stuff is what's going on. But Taylor Swift was bleeding through every category. I mean, there's not an adult in the world who doesn't know who Taylor Swift is after this year. There's not a football fan who doesn't know who Taylor Swift is this year. There's not, I mean, I have never seen a domination of the media like Taylor Swift has done this year. I've never seen it. Um, And I haven't seen it where it's, Almost all positive. I mean, she's getting flack about flying around in jets all the time. Um, But otherwise, I mean, you know, it doesn't seem like she's getting bad press anywhere. So I don't know. Just thought that was kind of interesting this year. I've never seen anything like it. It is complete domination. Uh, Other stars should take note and be like, I want to be more like Taylor. There's only one other story. That took all that time, and there's only one other story. George Santos sues Jimmy Kimmel for duping him into making cameo videos George Santos is suing uh, he's accusing Kimmel of hiding his identity while soliciting videos from uh this is that awful ex congressman um uh, but he he's accusing Jimmy Kimmel of soliciting videos um, in not revealing his identity and then he got those videos and got permission to use them and then he put them on the air, which, I mean, I don't know, you already made yourself, I don't know. I guess you need a way to make money at this point, so I guess do what you got to (laughs) do. That's right, I bet you never thought we were going to do good news every single day, did you? but here we are. Um, it's President's Day today, so I want to do a number of presidential-type things. Um, and um, this is more military-related, um, but it's going to go from military-related stories uh, through then a bunch of stories, uh, a bunch of things that I put together for President's Day. Uh, World War, there's a World War II veteran who still has a top-secret communication. And, and this, by the way, these good, these most of these stories so far have been coming from the Good News Network. Um, Every child born into the Morgan family of Cheshire, this is over the seas, uh, will be able to hold in their hands a very unique piece of World War II memorabilia thanks to their patriarch, Bernard Morgan. Um, He was working with the Royal Air Force as a codebreaker in 1945 when he deciphered a secret telex that read the German war is now over. The surrender is effective sometime tomorrow. So, Bernard celebrated his 100th birthday. He was very young when he went into, into service. And while he's already offered copies to museums, they won't, the museums don't want them. They want the original. But he's not giving that up. He's keeping that for his family. He's a great-granddad. Um... Uh, he's dressed in, he, for this interview, it looks like he was dressed in the uniform he wore on D-Day. Crazy. Anyway, he gets this this communication, and um, it, it, they're, they're told you cannot tell anybody about this. And uh, he... Holds on to this thing. He, for whatever reason, he's like, "Well, this is obviously it's a big moment." He holds on to this thing, can't talk about it for fifty years. Um, the 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 note actually, I'll read the, the verbatim. The German war is now over. At Reims last night, the instrument of surrender was signed, which in effect is a surrender of all personnel of the German forces all equipment and shipping and all machinery in Germany. Nothing will be destroyed anywhere. The surrender is effective sometime tomorrow. This news will not be communicated to anyone outside the service, nor to members of the press. Um, so yeah, that was uh, now he and his comrades are out celebrating, you know, they're, they're not out celebrating, they're celebrating kind of within their camp, but they're celebrating, but they kind of got to make sure nobody sees them celebrating. They had a big bonfire. Um, I don't even know if you could tell everybody in his, in, in his, you know, immediate military family. You know, I don't know if he could. Um, the 50 year mark was hit in 1994. Um, the Imperial War Museum in London wanted the copy, but they, they they wanted the the actual original. He wouldn't give it to them though. Keeping it for my family, he says. We couldn't tell anybody. Uh, he said, decoded it. He just he wants his family to hold on to this, and it's probably going to be. I I don't know what something like that'll be worth. But man, that's pretty cool. Hundred years old, still has that amazing original copy of Attila's. Um. Very cool. Very very cool. I gotta remember to get this coming out here a little bit more. Uh, this is the section of the show we call "What's Eating Gale. And here comes a cool part. All right, it's President's Day, and so I put some President's Day stuff together for you. Um, first, uh, this was an interesting headline that came out over the weekend. Um, scholars ranked presidents uh, historically in order of, um, they, and they had all kinds of categories. They ranked them, and then taking all those categories into um, into uh, focus, they kind of mashed everybody together with all of their different rankings and all these different categories and come up with a final list. And, um, a very interesting list. And you wouldn't be surprised by the top guys at all. Lincoln finished first with an average rating, but who cares about the average ratings a 93.87 rating. Cause really at the end of the day, I'd have to go through the whole, here's how a ranking works. Franklin Delano Roosevelt finished second, George Washington third, Teddy Roosevelt Fourth, and uh, Thomas Jefferson was the number five. Uh, if you're wondering where current, like, most recent presidents ranked, uh, Joe Biden was ranked 14th. Ronald Reagan was ranked 16th. Um, George H. W. Bush was 19th, and George W. Bush was 32nd. Um, and then the the one that you know everybody has either a problem with or agrees with is Donald Trump was dead last in that. Um I will just say this that I think that presidential rankings change with time. And the reason I say that is because, for example, Lincoln has Lincoln's probably not going anywhere um, from number one. But over time, you realize the impact of a president. It's not right away or it's not while they're president. It's after. And it's for a period of time after, in my opinion because you get a chance to see how the policies and what the impact of that presidency had on America. So I, well, and I'm not defending Donald Trump being last. I'm just saying that he may move over time when we have a little time to absorb. Plus he'll be president again. And I, I'll say this, every single president that ever gets elected holds office ever has a chance to be one of the greatest presidents ever. It's their choice as to what they do. And it's their choice to decide what that means and how to be great. Um, so something that I did is I, I, I love quotes and I put together some of the my favorite presidential quotes from a few of the greats. Uh, I took a Republican, a Democrat, and then I took one president who kinda goes both ways. Or well, you'll I'll tell you about it later, but either way. This is these are the quotes. Um the first couple are from Ronald Reagan Republican. And by the way, don't try to guess whether I'm Republican or Democrat because you won't. Uh I just think that President Reagan was one of the better orator he just he could speak and some of his quotes are fantastic. <laughs> they really are. The first two are Potentially my favorite presidential quotes of all time. The most, ter- uh, this is, this is quote, the most terrifying words in the English, in the English language are, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. <laughs> this is brilliant. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, and then another one. And this one's been literally one of my favorites for decades now. It has been said that politics is the second oldest profession. I have learned that it bears a strikingly a striking resemblance to the first. And if you guys don't know what the first one is, it was prostitution. Uh, fantastic quote. Uh, and then the third quote from Ronald Reagan was, Democracy is worth dying for because it's the most deeply honorable form of government ever devised by man. And that, that is a very poignant, powerful quote. Then I moved on to Democrats. Um, say what you will about John F. Kennedy. He didn't rank in the top five. Uh, but great speaker and great quotes. Uh, this first one is, is interesting to me in a lot of ways. And this is one that everybody remembers from JFK. My fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. To me, that's an interesting quote by a Democrat. Um, that sounds very middle of the road at the very, very least, if not moving more conservative. Um, it was, you know, during the Vietnam War. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I thought that was a very interesting, I, it's a great quote, um, but I just thought it was interesting coming from specifically a Democrat. Another JFK quote. The great enemy of the truth is often not the lie, deliberate, contrived, and dishonest, but the myth, persistent, persuasive, and unrealistic. And I think those are words to live by today. Uh, and the final quote from JFK: "Let us let us not seek Republican let us not seek the Republican answer or the Democratic answer, but the right answer." Let us not seek to fix blame for the past. Let us accept our own responsibility for the future. Um, If only politicians would live up to these great quotes, that would be too cool for school. Um, George Washington, guard against the impostures of pretend patriotism. Another really poignant one for today, in my opinion. Um, Another George Washington. Laws made by common consent must not be trampled on by individuals. Another good one for today. Uh, Moving on to Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt was a great president. Um, Very interesting president because he wasn't supposed to be president. He was vice president and then the president got shot and then he became. And it's been said that the capitalists of the day got the president into office because he was pro-capitalism. And then he got shot. And then they had Teddy Roosevelt, who was, we're bringing down big business. <laughs> and it kind of backfired on him. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, if you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't be able to sit for a month. It's a fucking great quote. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, again, the only man who never makes a mistake is the man who never does anything. And this is one of my all-time favorite quotes in regardless of it's from a president or not in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. I love that quote. Um, and then the the last president that I grabbed quotes from was Abraham Lincoln. Now in today's world, both sides of the aisle claim Abraham Lincoln as their guy. um, It's claimed by both Democrats and Republicans. Why? Because the party's ideologies flip flopped from after the Civil War, about 1865, until the the election of FDR in 1932. Complete flip flop. Republicans prior to the end of the Civil War would be considered Democrats today. Very progressive. So Lincoln was a Republican, and Republicans today say, "Oh, see, he's a Republican." However, from an ideology perspective, he was very progressive, very liberal. But it's cool that both sides can agree that this is a president that they want (laughs) on their team. So that's cool. Obviously, one of the favorite presidents of everybody, certainly one of mine. Here's some of his quotes. Government of the people, by the people, for the people shall not perish from the earth. We forget that, I think, a lot. We let our politicians run things, but it's we, the people who run the government. Another quote, At some, uh, that some achieve great success is proof to all others that they can achieve it as well. And then the second to last Abraham Lincoln thing I have is, I'm a firm believer in people. If given the truth, they can be depended on to meet any national crisis. The great point is to bring them real facts. Abraham Lincoln. Um, And I just wanted to play something for you. This is one of my favorite moments in the movie. Lincoln, if you have not seen the movie Lincoln, you have to watch it. It is one of the most best acted movies I have ever. I will never think of Abraham Lincoln in any other way than the way Daniel Day-Lewis portrayed him in this movie. Um, It's a fantastic movie. And it shows the... Duality of morals versus setting morals aside in order to get a greater thing done. Um, it's, it's just fantastic. At any rate, Abraham Lincoln does a lot of storytelling. Uh, it sounds like he did this re, re, for real. And in here, he's telling a lot of stories. And this is um, a story he tells about Ethan Allen, uh, about their invasion of Ticonderoga in the Revolutionary War Um, in the Revolutionary War. Of course, I don't want to tell anybody history, uh, but that's how we became a country and we broke away from England. So we defeated the English um, and became our own country. And this is a story about Ethan Allen in the Revolutionary War. takes a He engineered the fortress himself. The damn thing's his child. He'll defend it till his every last man is gone. He is not... Coming out, you old rat... (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's what. That's what Ethan Allen called out to the commander of Fort Ticonderoga in 1776. Come on out, you old rat. Uh, of course, there are only 40 odd redcoats at Ticonderoga, but. But there is one Ethan Allen story that I'm no. very partial to. No, you're. You're going to tell a story.
0: I don't believe that I can bear to listen to another one of your stories right now!
1: I need to be in those side yard schedules for Alexandria. I asked for them this morning. It, it, was, I don't care. <laughs> it was right after the revolution, right after peace had been concluded. And um, Ethan Allen went to London to help our new country conduct his business with the king. The English sneered at how rough we are and rude and simple-minded and on like that everywhere he went. Until one day he was invited to the townhouse of a great English lord. Dinner was served, beverages imbibed. Time passed, as happens, and Mr. Allen found he needed the privy. He was grateful to be directed thence. <clears throat> Relieved, you might say. <laughs> now, Mr. Allen discovered on entering the water closet that the only decoration therein was a a portrait of george washington ethan allen done what he came to do and returned to the drawing room his hosts and the others were disappointed when he didn't mention washington's portrait and finally his lordship couldn't resist and asked mr Allen, had he noticed it the picture of washington he had well, what did he think of its placement? Did it seem appropriately located to Mr. Allen? Mr. Allen said it did. His host was astounded. Appropriate? George Washington's likeness in a water closet? Yes, said Mr. Allen, where it'll do good service. The whole world knows nothing to make an Englishman shit quicker than the sight of George Washington. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a good one. uh, It's such a good movie. You have to watch that one. Uh, Anyway, that's what's eating kale today on President's Day. Tomorrow, even more fun. (laughs) Until then, make it a good one.